Hi, this is Matt Welsh with Spiritual Media Blog, and today I'm here with Andrew Harvey and Karuna Erickson, co-authors of Heart Yoga, The Sacred Marriage of Yoga and Mysticism. Heart Yoga is available on Amazon.com and local bookstores. Andrew Harvey is also the founder and director of the Institute for Sacred Activism in Oak Park, Illinois. For for more information on his work, please visit www.andrewharvey.net. And Karuna directs the Heart Yoga Center in Nelson, British Columbia. Her website is www.yogakaruna.com. Andrew and Karuna, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's our pleasure, Matt. Great pleasure, Matt. So, Andrew, you are an internationally acclaimed visionary and best-selling author and or editor of over 30 books. What inspired you to write about yoga? Well, my last book, which in a way is a consummation of my life's work, is called The Hope, A Guide to Sacred Activism. And in that book, I lay out a vision of what I believe is the force that can save the planet, save the human race, and save us from the addictions that are now destroying us. And that force I call sacred activism, which is a fusion of the two noblest fires in the human soul, the fire of the mystic's passion for God and the fire of the activist's passion for justice. When these two fires fuse, they birth a third fire, which is the nuclear fire of love in action, and which connects directly to the evolutionary fire that streams from the Godhead to evolve all of the universes ever more profoundly into the glory of the divine. When I wrote this book, I came to understand that four kinds of practice were profoundly needed now for us to become strong enough to deal with the enormous crisis that is manifesting everywhere cool practices that calm us and align us with divine being, hot practices that align us with the passion of the motherhood of God, the mother side of God, prayer practices that enable us to continue to keep up a stream of remembrance of the beloved through everything and align us with the will of God through everything, and very importantly, body practices, sacred body practices that enable us to embody the divine energies that are streaming in at this crucial and menacing moment to help birth what I believe is the real secret meaning of our crisis, an embodied divine humanity. About eight years ago, I had the great good fortune to meet Karuna Erickson, and she was a pupil of mine in the class that I was giving on Rumi, and very sweetly and tenderly she came up to me after one of my classes and said, Andrew, the passion that is devouring you and that you're emanating will deeply damage you if you don't get more embodied. And because she said it so sweetly, I heard her, and I embarked on a whole deep immersion in yoga under her instruction. And through that immersion, I came to understand with Karuna's help and together with Karuna that yoga could be at this moment, the most important crucible for the divinization of the body that we have available to us. Yoga has very ancient sacred roots. Yoga has always known at these sacred roots that 
the divine is present as light consciousness in every cell of the body. And what Karuna and I came to discover through the melting together of our two interdependent visions is that when the practice of yoga is consciously united with the power of this ancient vision of yoga and the power of the light mystical practices that are enshrined at the heart of all of the great mystical traditions that celebrate the sacred marriage of transcendence and immanence, heaven and earth, heart and mind, body and soul, then yoga can become, for all who practice it, a conscious way of uniting with the divine within and without, and even more importantly, of calling down the divine light into the body so that the body can become more and more consciously the living temple of the divine energies. This, I believe, is crucial for the whole yoga movement. And one of the most extraordinary things about heart yoga has been its extremely vibrant reception from both the leading spiritual teachers, Marianne Williamson and Carolyn Mace and Jeepak Chopra, and also by the leading yoga teachers, such as Shiva Ray and Judith Lasseter and Sean Korn and Rodney Yee, who wrote the introduction to our book, who have all said with one voice that in heart yoga, the marriage, the sacred marriage of yoga and mysticism, the entire yoga community is now invited to a new level of conscious divinization through the practice of yoga with mystical intention and mystical practices. Wow, that sounds absolutely fascinating. And you use the word heart yoga. How does heart yoga differ from other types of yoga, and what is its biggest benefit? Well, the essential nature of God is that God is, as the mystical traditions have said, the sacred marriage of immanence and transcendence. This is the way in which God has most wholly and most vibrantly been worshipped in all the great mystical traditions. And the site of that marriage is the sacred heart, the heart center. This isn't the physical center of the heart. This is a center which is a little bit to the left or right of the chest. And it's called by many names. It's known as the royal center in Sufism, the Anahata in Hinduism. And when this heart center is open... It allows for the irrigation of the body by the divine light. The divine light pours both up from the earth and down from the divine, transcendent, and circulates around the body. So the heart center functions in the spiritual body, in the psychosomatic body, in the mystical body, in the same way that the physical heart center functions in the physical body, i.e., just as the physical body pumps blood around the body to keep the body fresh and vibrant so the heart center went when open pumps the divine light around all of the different sheaths of the physical and spiritual bodies and allows them to come into a vibrant field of naked unity which allows us to become more and more consciously divine so we called it heart yoga in this very profound mystical sense and we've put at the core of our book a vision of the heart center how to open it and how to stay in it while practicing the asanas 
And I think, Karuna, you'd love to say something at this moment about why you feel so importantly about heart yoga. Well, I'm actually just so delighted to hear you speak (laughs) that I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face, just enjoying the inspiration. I, I mean, I think that Andrew is a living example of of heart yoga because you can hear in his words how the inspiration flows through in a very grounded way flows through the body the light is manifesting in every cell of our bodies actually when we practice with conscious intention as we do in heart yoga you know millions of people now in the world love yoga and our intention is to um, bring practice into a deeper and deeper level of actually invoking the light and feeling it um, radiating through every cell in the body and this creates um, the type of inspiration which Andrew has just been speaking of. I think, too, that one wonderful way, Karuna, as we've so often discussed, is of thinking of the sacred heart, of the heart center, as a sun, Mm -hmm. which once it is cleared of the clouds of grief and self-absorption and narcissism and distrust and doubt, radiates through the entire body and around the body. So when that sun of the sacred heart is awoken, through mystical practice, then the whole of the practice of yoga can become a conscious embodiment of the tenderness and passion and peace and power of that divine sun. And we can come more and more into its solar radiance and more and more feel that solar radiance in the tips of our fingers, in the depths of our bones, in our stomach, in our chest, in our genitals, along our thighs, and realize that all of matter is in fact frozen divine sunlight, longing to be kissed awake by the warmth of the Sacred Heart's inspiration. Mm. And I'd like to emphasize to everyone, too, that this experience is available to everyone. It's not just some rare, um, strange experience that's only available to a few enlightened beings, but everybody has an experience of connecting with what is sacred. For example, when they look at a baby or look at a beautiful flower, this direct experience of connecting with the sacred is something that through conscious practice we can all and we all have experienced. So it's something that this is truly available to everyone. You don't have to be an accomplished yogi. Um, You know, you can just open your heart to the possibility of this experience, and and here it is for everyone. So in in our our book, book, we really do make that very clear, because one of our great dreams for this book, wasn't it, that it would be a book for absolutely everyone, all yoga practitioners, but all those who haven't yet found yoga, And the ways that we offer of opening the heart through the ancient mystical systems are, in fact, so very simple. Mm -hmm. For example, we quote from the 9th century Sufi mystic, who happens to be one of my favorite, Nubra, 
who talks about how when you say in the Sacred Heart the name of God, however you understand that name, then from your light heart breaks out a divine light, which is met immediately by a light descending from the divine light itself. And as you continue to say the name of God simply in the core of your heart, a light suddenly comes down to meet it and fills your chest. And as you continue to say the name, that light grows more and more tender, more and more warm, more and more intense. Anyone, anywhere, of any religion can practice this, and any yogi can do this in any way that they feel most appropriate for their own truth, their own way of being. And when you practice the asanas, consciously melting into the radiance that spreads from the heart that is silently saying the name of God, then you discover that your whole body is in fact saying the name of God, yourselves saying it. Everything in the world is secretly saying the name of God because everything is permeated by the glow of the divine presence. And when you practice yoga like this, and it's so simple, you just have to try it and the divine will meet you and will inspire you and will reveal to you these sacred secrets. When you practice yoga like this, this is something that Karuna and I have found again and again in the five years in which we incubated this yoga. When you practice yoga in this, then very quickly, miraculous emotions of peace and universal compassion become available to you because what you are doing is uncovering the indivisible unity between your body and your soul and, your, and the creation and every being in every cosmos. That definitely seems seems very valuable and very powerful. It also seems like you're uh, presenting yoga with um, maybe a little different slant than it's been presented before. Why don't you think there's been a book written like this before? Well, I think that it isn't actually as radical as it sounds because I think yoga has in its origins and in India by the yogis always been practiced with this sacred consciousness. So in a sense what we're doing is restoring to yoga its most ancient field of radiant consciousness. What is unique about our book is that we go even further, I think, than the traditional Indian yogis have gone by consciously marrying our yoga postures, our yoga practice, the asanas, with the light mysticism of what I call evolutionary mysticism, the mysticism of the mother aspect of God that is trying now to birth the divine human in the middle and through this vast crisis that is now menacing humanity. In my book, The Hope, I describe what I believe is the deep mystical meaning of our crisis, that our apocalyptic nightmare is, in fact, the birth canal of a new embodied humanity that's going to be embodied through the third fire of sacred activism that is the mother's evolutionary fire of divine love in action. And when you unite the practices of yoga with the sacred fire of the heart, you actually take yourself into the field of this evolutionary love fire of the mother, 
and you participate with her consciously in the birthing of the embodied divine in you. So I think that the reason why a book like this hasn't been written before is because the moment that we are in historically is a unique moment, a unique threshold moment, a unique evolutionary moment at which the human race is being offered through a terrible ordeal that is destined to galvanize the depths of ourselves into sacred unity and sacred action the possibility of something that has hitherto been known only by the most advanced mystic, the possibility, in fact, of being born as a divine human being on earth. So this book is a book that happens to be born at the moment when the birth is being made universally available, and it is one, I believe, of the most powerful aspects of this birth, that yoga, which is probably practiced by so many millions of people should now be revealed through this book as a way in which the embodied divine human can become born in each one of us. Oh, wow, that sounds great. Um, Karuna, you have taught yoga teachers internationally for over 20 years. How does this experience bring you to where you are today and influence the way you wrote the book? Well, my desire in writing the book was to make um, the ancient teachings of yoga, which I love so much, accessible to everyone. And I've actually been teaching yoga for 40 years and being been training teachers now for about 20 years. And during that time, I've noticed how yoga has um, become increasingly faster and hotter and a bit more... I'm concerned with uh, physical fitness. And so what I um, wish to do, and with um, Andrew's great inspiration from all the wonderful mystical traditions, is present a vision of yoga which is totally accessible to everyone. And it sounds very grand in its vision, which it is, but it's also extremely simple. It's really about relaxing and remembering who we really are and experiencing the direct connection to spirit and love, which each of us do have. So it it really is about um, just identifying with the sun that we each carry in our hearts and allowing um, our awareness to pierce the veils of confusion and busyness and doubt that we all carry so i in answer to your question matt i just it's just been year after year i've just wanted to share with with my students the beauty of uh, the true essence of yoga so this is is just so fulfilling and and really thrilling for me to see this vision now that Andrew and I share manifesting in a beautiful book, which is very available um, to everyone. But in many ways, your own practice has changed in the years that I've known you as you've become even more conscious than you were before of this presence of the divine in every cell. Could you really share with us how this practice has matured and deepened and irradiated you? Because I've noticed it so profoundly in you. Oh, 
well, thank you. What I've found more and more is how the practice of yoga truly permeates my life. And as my practice becomes deeper and more peaceful and more inspired, the rest of my life has become more permeated with a sense of peace and ease and also with um, more courage and inspiration so that I feel more firmly established in um, the beautiful wisdom teachings of yoga. And I can feel them actually in my body, you know, so it's not just something I'm thinking about or something that I've read about, but it's it, it's a very almost instinctual feeling that I know that I'm a part of the beauty of all of life. And when I can move through my life with that deep awareness, well, everything is really transformed. And and I feel kind of a quiet sense of joy. Really, no matter what's arising, I can feel my connection with something deeper than the day-to-day challenges of, of life. And this peace is also an energetic, dynamic peace, isn't it? It isn't simply a relaxation, although the relaxation when it's a relaxation into the divine peace, charges one with enormous truth. It's also a peace that enables you to confront what's happening in the world, confront what's happening with the environment from a place of profound grounding in God and profound joy. And you and I have talked so often about how important it is for this yoga to now get out to all of those who are desperately concerned about the world, desperately concerned to do something, because it will provide such an endless source of tender and powerful fuel for sacred action in the world. Absolutely, and it strengthens the body so that people can actually do their work in the world without getting burned out, without getting sick, without, um, it, it, it gives them something to meet the stress of life with and the challenges because the body feels much stronger from this practice and much more vital and alive. The practice is actually often quite dynamic, although it is easily adaptable to people of any age, of any physical condition, um, it will make people stronger in their bodies as well as in their minds and hearts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both of you have been so influential to so many. What dream or mission do you still hope to fulfill? (laughs) Well, I have a dream about this book. I have a dream that this book will not only enthuse and infuse the entire yoga community with a wholly new level of commitment and passion, but that it will also be a book that will encourage all mystics, all seekers who have not yet undertaken the deep journey into embodiment to really meet that journey with rapture so that it will be a place where activists will become deeply fueled by sacred energy and where mystics who have tended to drop their bodies will suddenly realize that that is a fatal mistake and that in the body is the great treasure and that they will now through heart yoga be able to discover and experience that treasure and become very much more embodied and so very much more committed to sacred action in the world. And I have a dream too that 
the simpler forms of the yoga that we've created will be practiced by so-called ordinary people, young people, fat people, thin people, old people, in a very holistic way all over the world. This is the dream that I hold. And this is a dream that has come to me many times in actual vision. And it's a dream that Karuna and I had when we began this book because we wanted to create a book that would, of course, honor the complexity and difficulty of yoga, but more importantly would be open, as Karuna has said, to everyone so that everyone can experience the divine in the body and how the body is divine and how through experiencing the divine in the body you experience the whole divinity of the creation, the divinity of every fern, of every stone, of every leaf, of every being. And so come into a passionate compassion which fuels real, wise, focused, peaceful, urgent action. Absolutely. I totally agree with everything that Andrew said. And my dream for the book is that it will inspire everyone who reads it to have their own direct experience of their connection with what is sacred to them. And that connection and that remembrance of their true essence will inspire them to walk in the world from a place of love and peace to create healing and social justice and protection for our environment and that this inspiration and connection will lead to profound healing not only on an individual basis but also in a collective sense and I really encourage people to try some of the very simple practices that we suggest in our book because we don't want people just to take our word for this. We want them to experience their own connection with spirit and feel who they truly are in their deepest hearts of hearts. So, Well, I think that's so important, Donnie, what you just said, because we actually spent five years on this book. We, find, we spent five years in secret, really, in British Columbia and at certain centers in the U.S., really, really experimenting on what were the most simple and most powerful asanas and the most powerful prayers and the most powerful mystical poetry and the most powerful light mystical practices that could really help people if only they would take the first step towards them. So what we've produced is something that came out of a long, devoted laboratory experiment, which now we feel is ready to be presented to the world to help the world at this crucial moment. Wow. Do you mind talking a little bit about just the logistics of that? Did you, for example, did you plan on taking five years to write this, or what was it like co-authoring a book and working with each other on the, producing the manuscript? I was just a little curious to hear how that went. Well, we're both very involved in our lives, so it's it, it's not really that we took five years and only wrote the book because, um, meanwhile, amazing events were happening in both of our lives that we had to attend to. Um, but whenever we could, we'd take time together to sit and, and write together and go somewhere beautiful and just let the inspiration flow through. So it, it was always a very delightful 
um, experience because we're, we're quite different and um, we really added to each other's experience. Andrew brings so much passion and inspiration, as you can tell, and, and I bring some peace and steadiness. And between the two of us, we actually have our own sacred marriage, which enabled us to um, birth with tremendous help from our friends and community this beautiful child of a book. So we're very excited to uh, share it with the world now. I think that's absolutely the truth what you said. And I think that the most wonderful thing that I could say about this whole adventure is that just as my passion needed peace, your peace needed Mm -hmm. passion. Mm-hmm. Just as my transcendental, ecstatic, ferocious passion needed to be more and more and needs to be more and more embodied, so the great peace that you found in yoga needed to be focused on the real world and on the action in the world. Mm-hmm. And this is how our sacred marriage, the sacred marriage of Karuna and Andrew, really birthed the book. The book is our golden child, the golden child of our deep surrender to the wisdom of the other. That sounds great. And if, uh, I think I mentioned it, um, but what's a good website if they wanted to find out more information about your book or either one of you? Well, they could go to my website, www.andrewharvey.net, and your website, Karuna. Why don't you give it? Which is www.yogakaruna.com. And, of course, if they want to access the book, it's it's available in most major bookstores now, or you can easily just go to amazon.com and go to Heart you Yoga and order it that way. Um. Thank you both of you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. And I'll leave you guys with the last last word. Um, if there is one message you could leave our listeners with, what would that be? <laughs> well, what comes to me is I wish for all our listeners to remember the beauty that they truly are and express that in the world. And my message is, realize that the death that we see all around us of all of our illusions and fantasies is actually the preparation for an unprecedented birth of an embodied divine humanity and plunge into that birth, birthing it in your minds through illumined knowledge, in your hearts through sacred compassion, and in your bodies through the practice of heart yoga. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That sounds great. I'll sign up for both of those. (laughs) <laughs> Good, see I hope too. so I'd like to see you on a yoga mat soon then, Matt <laughs> Okay, okay. if I'm ever in British Columbia I'll be sure to stop by Well, we teach all over So maybe you can join us in the Midwest And anyone who really wants to experience this hot yoga Can come to the initiation that the Institute of Sacred Activism is giving In which the full yoga will be unveiled for the first time, really then that is between July the 18th and July the 24th. And you can find details of it on my website. It's a moment where we really are going to unveil it in the context of sacred activism, in the context of an initiation that will give people 
all the practices and all the wisdom and all the strength that they'll need to go forward into the world as humble servants of the birth, as humble sacred activists. So please, if you've been excited by what we're saying, please come to that initiation and experience Karuna's wonderful teaching for yourself. Mm-hmm. And please do practice in whatever way feels most real to you so that you can feel your own connection with all that's sacred within you and around you. All right. Well, that sounds wonderful. Again, thank thank you guys both so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Thank you, Matt, for inviting us. Really appreciated this opportunity. Yes, dear Matt, thank you. And please send us um, a copy of this so that we can put it on our website. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. I can do that. It's no problem at all. Thank you, Matt. Sure. Ring me, my darling. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless you. God bless.